0: Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a let's-experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. And with me today, in probably the shortest time from original episode to return, it's Tetsuo. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Uh, got to play some
1: Shatterpoint earlier today. Excited for Marvel tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing pretty well.
0: Yes, I won't be able to make it up to uh, this week and dunk on you all like I did. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> I I get to go play Occam tomorrow, so
1: Oh, that's exciting. Yeah.
0: But yeah, me and a friend went up to uh Nomad and we went five oh between the two of us.
1: Yeah, no, I our game was really fun. Um, I didn't win, but I did get to portal you a lot.
0: Yes, and then immediately Thanos got nuffed. Yeah, I think it was, like, within three days or something. Yes, but also, like, you did kill your own Cosmic Ghost up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes reading your cards is important.
0: Reading the card explains the card. But I was also, I was playing a list that I think is legit competitive. That people aren't really paying attention to
1: Yeah, and I was just kind of seeing how Ghost Rider works in Black Order, and the answer is probably well if you don't kill yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I I was playing the hypermobile cabal list, which is classic Red Skull, uh Zemo Ulik, and then other charge people. Which is yeah, only the Ulic gotten in
1: particular was really really nasty.
0: Well, it's gotten even better now. Cause now you get have a charge character that also has a midline grab in Hela. Mm-hmm. And you can play Wolverine, and he is terrifying when you can turn one charge with him.
1: Yeah, um, I've been looking at him in Avengers. Um you know, of course Steve's Avengers makes yeah. everyone terrifying.
0: Uh I uh one shot a Ronin with him this week.
1: Yeah. I uh I learned an interesting thing with Wolverine, uh, in that his ability, the best at what I do, mm-hmm. uh, it applies to every attack that happens due to the attack action. Yes. So if you say I don't know, give him a book. Yep. And let him beam someone. All the beams get to Count Wilds.
0: Yes, and uh, in. And Cabal is a team that loves books because you get power from it, and your opponent does not. Yep. Oh yeah. No, that is it. It's it's a scary uh, game. I I think, unironically, I think that team has some legs, and I want a more competitive player to pick it up and really like start to drill down and refine. Because that's not something I can do one hundred percent. But I think it is like a the only matchup I've had issue with is the X Force matchup is a coin flip of who loses priority.
1: Yeah, new X Force really has legs. Um, I'm really happy with the changes they made to Cable in particular.
0: Yeah, but um, we're both playing the same game plan of we want the opponent stuck on the midline. Yep. And and to be aggressive on the midline, so whoever gets stuck on the midline first, they generally lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also this list on super power scoundrels is very dumb because they can get midline extract grab cool and still end up with four points covered at the end of turn one
1: yeah I uh, I'm also running uh, scoundrels in my x-force list because you know covered, cover and we get to ignore it it's um, great <laughs>
0: But um, you can have Ulick and Zemo both get onto the op- on the two opponents' back points on tone one, mm-hmm. which is so much pressure on that scenario.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really gross.
0: But um, now, uh, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself?
1: Uh sure. Uh, my name is Tetsuo or Frankie. Um, I am an avid Marvel player um i try to go to as many events as i can i'm going to second wind this year i'm going to lvo next year um i just in general really love this game and all the different options it brings
0: oh yes uh
1: outside of that i'm pretty much just a miniatures player all around i play warhammer uh shatterpoint uh blood bowl things like that Mm -hmm. uh yeah i'm i'm just really big on miniatures and that's my entire personality at the moment i guess
0: they, they will finally get me to really invest into sh- uh, Shadowpoint when they give me Knights of the Old Republic stuff.
1: That's fair. Um, I have everything in Shadowpoint, and I have most of it sitting in a sealed box in my closet. I haven't built much of it yet.
0: Yeah, the the two boxes that have interested me in this game, I, ha- I do not have the money to buy right now, because I, I do uh, really want to get Padme.
1: Yeah, Padme's really fun. Um I saw someone playing her on the table tonight and uh she looked really fun.
0: She's scary. And then I also want to play the uh Death Amelie box.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. Um I saw someone running that one. They had um Upsur or whatever his name is. Savage Upser, I think his name.
0: Yeah, Savage Quest. Um, yep.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they they were just running the the full team, and I I was running Galactic Republic, and uh, their Maul and Savage just kind of tore through me.
0: Yeah. And now, I must ask you, what character not in Marvel Quest's protocol do you want to see in Marvel Quest's protocol?
1: Well, barring the same answer I gave last time... Mm-hmm. Mm, I think I want uh, Black Captain America.
0: Ah, uh, Isaiah Badly?
1: Yeah, that's him.
0: Yeah! I I would yeah, like to see I- Isaiah Badly, too.
1: I had heard rumor that the... Um, World War II cap that we got was supposed to be him, but it got changed at the last minute. I don't know how true that is, but it made me really excited to have Isaiah Bradley
0: in the game. I feel doubtful about that, but we shall see. Um, I do think Isaiah Bradley would be a great shout. Uh, I'm doubtful about it because of the World War II theming of that cap um, and how like very Steve he feels. Just because if I remember correctly, and again, my comics knowledge isn't the best here, I've always been more of a DC Comics person, but from what I remember, Isaiah Bradley was like, the Captain America doing Vietnam and stuff?
1: Uh, yeah, that sounds right to me. Um, I know he was part of the same, like, Project Rebirth that, um, that Flash Thompson was part of at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like Vietnam era sounds about right.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Isaiah Bradley is a great shout. I, I just want all the different versions of Captain America. Cause
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I'm particularly just really excited about Isaiah Bradley because I only learned about him pretty recently. Yeah. Um, I forget what book I was reading, I think it was one of the King and Black series where uh, he made a brief appearance. Yeah, um, that would make sense. I I fell in love with him when he showed up.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to see him. Uh, I want to see a U.S. agent. I want to see uh, Captain Carter. Just give me all. The, let me play Team.
1: Oh, the other person. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think of this one first. Uh, Ironheart. I really,
0: yes. really want Ironheart. Ironheart's a super cool character. Uh, I love what they did in Champions with her. I don't think they can quite do that in Crisis Protocol, but it would be interesting.
1: What'd they do with her?
0: Uh, where she has an upgrading card, where uh, over the course of the game you get progress tokens, and at certain thresholds you can swap out her, uh, her main card with a better one,
1: I could see you them maybe utilizing the Team Tactics uh, card space uh, for something similar to that, where you get to add cards to her as the game goes on.
0: Entirely possible, but we shall have to see. Yeah. But none of those are who we're talking about today. Who are we talking about today?
1: Well, today we're talking about the legendary (laughs) Unstoppable Squirrel Girl.
0: Yes. Just out of character quarantine... (laughs) For the first time ever, someone has asked for a character right if They've come out of co- character quarantine, so like we're, we're doing firsts all over the place this uh, week.
1: But yeah, I I am a fan of furs. The
0: schoolgirl fucking slaps.
1: <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, I have uh, I threw her on the table a few times a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and. What really surprised me about her is that she occupies a very similar play space to Logan, of all people. Yes!
0: She has basically Logan's builder.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just that her place is a wild trigger. like,
0: And she doesn't get pierced.
1: True, but she always gets her rerolls, regardless yes. of who's nearby.
0: Mm-hmm. And she gets rerolls on defense and dodge?
1: Yeah, like, I read her card... Um, I you know I was I was looking at her last week and I read her card and then I read it again and then I started questioning why I never see this character on the
0: table. Yes, and she has on her back that uh, when she would be carried by an enemy effect, if she has her token, she gets to live. So she is an extra uh, amazing late game extract carrier.
1: Yeah, she essentially gets a built in exceptional healing. Yeah. <laughs> She's just Logan.
0: Yeah. So we will not be playing her in A-Force or Avengers. Nope. Because those are her affiliated places. What place jumps out to you first?
1: Well, I'm a big fan of stacking rerolls. And a couple of characters in this faction just got a great update. So I'm wanting to put her in X-Force.
0: Yes. And let's talk about how good she is into a staple x-force character quickly
1: yes she absolutely crushes domino
0: yes and if you have enough power also crushes malekith
1: yeah yeah i mean good luck getting the seven power but if you do she she's great into dom or uh malekith as well
0: yeah um i think x-force is a great shout um I think she does interesting things there. She plays into their game plan. Uh having a Logan on both sides of the table is scary. Oh wait, no, Logan isn't X-Horse affiliated. But still, principal stance.
1: Uh Wolverine is X-Horse affiliated. affiliated.
0: Yes, and he got a big glow up.
1: Yeah, he did. Um, um he is so good now.
0: And uh I, o- I wanna talk about Squirrel Girl in a weird place. Okay. Um, which is Miles Morales Spider Man.
1: You know that was the second thought that I had. Okay. Because her rerolls combined with the ability to reroll skulls, like, uh huh, so good.
0: And just suddenly she is she has a web Warrior defensive line where she gets two rerolls on defense plus the uh, she she basically has spider sense defense as well.
1: Yep. She meshes very well with her game plan, too. Uh, With the range three and letting her place nearby, she can just sneak around, grab objectives, and run away.
0: And she has a very solid push on her spender. Mm -hmm. And uh, being able to use tippy-toe takedown uh, to neuter the big threat to allow your warriors to survive longer is, I also think, very valuable for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have tippy toe takedown. Like like I said, I read this character and then I read her again and then I started really questioning why I don't see her more often.
0: Yeah. Um are there any other affiliations? Cuz I I definitely have a couple others that jump out to me. Um I I had looked at her in
1: Weapon X, but then I realized that she doesn't get the memory tokens. Nope. Um so, no, the the Web Warriors and the X-Force, and I think that's it for me. Those were the big two.
0: Okay. I I have a couple others I want to bring up. Um, okay. I think she's really interesting in Sinister Six foes Oh, yeah, the new Doc Ock. She it it'll gain her a lot of power because she's going with those double rerolls on defense, she is going to survive so much more than you expect her, and suddenly that will push her up where she could spend seven or eight power to uh tippy toe someone.
1: Yeah, no. Um I hadn't even considered Doc Ock. I forgot o- about a lot of the newer characters. Yeah. Um that makes a lot of sense.
0: Um I think that is very interesting. If we want to talk about stacking weevils on weevils on weevils, defenders.
1: Yeah, the new Daredevil leadership seems really strong in her. I think my only major gripe about that is that her builder is range three and defenders want you to be range two.
0: Yeah. So um, it's, but
1: of course, with the place, you're going to be nearby anyway.
0: Yep, so the play pattern was attack with the first one, get the place, land, attack with the second one, and get obscene amounts of rerolls on it. Mm-hmm. That that may be too many rerolls to be useful, but... I don't know it, if there's <laughs> such
1: a thing as too many rerolls. Uh,
0: there's definitely a diminishing return of rerolls <laughs> at a certain point.
1: Fair enough.
0: Um... I also want to talk about an affiliation that just got a surprise glow up. Winterguard? Yeah, Winterguard. Yeah. I think there's a couple conditions that really hurt Squirrel, Girl and be able to drop those super easily is nice. Getting to, say, prevent being pushed off the queues is nice. And she is just a mobile threat that can take 1v1s very well, which is. Some of what the Winter Guard wants, and now they have more characters to support with.
1: Yeah, now that they've got a two threat, like the world is Winter Guard's oyster.
0: Yeah. Um. So I think I think they're an interesting option. Um. I also think that they are pretty solid in either Wakanda or Modok, uh, or nudoc because you have uh, the... Which Wakanda? Uh, Umbaku Wakanda. Or Nudak.
1: Okay. yeah.
0: Where you have so many inherent rerolls, you can get to that wild pretty often, and then getting the free bonus off of it mm-hmm. is powerful.
1: Um, Along that vein, then, what about the new Steve Rogers where you just get to pay power to get your trigger?
0: <sighs> I... Steve is one, new Steve, my opinion of is he is, he's one of those characters like old Steve where he's just good for everybody that makes him kind of mm. boring to talk about. He's always a solid that's,
1: option. That's fair. That That's extremely fair. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, on a different but related direction, though, I think she is also very interesting in the new Red Skull Cabal. She's going to get a lot of evils anyway, so having uh turning into uh what she's more likely than most characters to end up with at least one skull that mm-hmm. she can then turn into a crit
1: yep and this uh covers the same weakness that we were looking at her for miles for where yep. it helps helps her out with the skulls. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually.
0: And she's not super power intense as a character. Like you wanna do tippy toes occasionally. But most of the time you you'll occasionally spend for a builder, but she doesn't spend a lot of power.
1: No. Like even when you are spending for a spender, it's only like two power, so
0: Yeah. So I I think there are so many options for her. Um, and we've talked about a lot. Which one jumps out as the way you want to go?
1: Hmm. I think I'm torn between X-Force and Defenders on this one. Okay. Um, but I think I want to lean X-Force
0: here. Yeah, that's very fair. They're the new shiny, I think they are a legitimate, like, competitive threat right now. So mm. I hundred percent understand the impulse. So we are immediately getting cable in there. Yep. Who is your next X Force character? Um.
1: Well, I'm always a big fan of Deadpool. Mm. Um. And now Deadpool is actually a good character again. Yes. So definitely want Deadpool.
0: Have Have I preached um, uh, the uh thing I am planning on doing with Deadpool?
1: Uh, I don't think I've heard it if you have, so I'm all ears.
0: Deadpool Convocation.
1: Ooh. All, yeah, the extra place on everything.
0: Well, more of, on Book's tons. he can't be pushed, or, pushed by physical attacks suddenly.
1: Oh, yeah, because he gets to treat them as mystic, and he has a better mystic defense than his physical anyway, so yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah, uh, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> I'm I'm also going to try new Ultron and convocation just for for similar reasons.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited for the new corset stuff. Oh yeah, um, I did not realize it was coming out as quickly as it was.
0: Life just keeps coming, and it just keeps coming, and it just keeps coming, and it just keeps coming.
1: It does do that, unfortunately. <laughs> mm
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, so you know, definitely want Deadpool just because I'm a big fan of Deadpool. Uh huh. Um,
0: I think we take Honey I Badger think... as a, like an yeah, affiliated threat.
1: Yeah, that was my next suggestion because she works really well with making sure that Coral Girl is punching well above her weight class.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Who
1: and so- next? Uh, along a similar vein, I think I want Domino just for the auto incinerate. Yeah, um, very ethereal. Yeah, you know, we want to. We want all of our re rolls, and we want to deny our opponent as many resources as possible here. Yep. So we've got the leadership to deny the cover. We've got Honey Badger and Domino to deny defense dice.
0: Hmm. Um. Have you met the uh local player uh mocks local player Luke?
1: Um, unless they're a Nomad regular, I probably have it. Okay. I might have run into them at a tournament at some point, but uh, they have not a, anyone I would remember.
0: They have a vintage 90s X-Force trading card that they used to track if they've used their leadership so far this turn.
1: That's fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Luke is amazing, and he's he's been playing X-Force for like two years now. Mm -hmm. he's been doing the hard work of like trying to make it happen and finally he is eating good
1: (laughs) I kept trying to make Cable happen and then I finally was convinced that Cable's just not going to happen and then they they gave my boy the biggest upgrade Mm mhm um Uh, I think if we're taking Honey Badger then uh, X-23 almost feels obligatory
0: yep uh, so we're only up to six characters mm-hmm. um and and we still got some heavy hitters to go
1: Cause like yeah I mean we've only just scratched the x force pool and then we've got a million splashes to think about
0: yes and and I have my preferred splash that I will preach about um but uh, Wolverine, so good right now. Is he what we want to do in this list, or do we already already have it covered by Squirrel Girl?
1: I I think in this particular instance, Squirrel Girl is fulfilling the Wolverine role. Yeah. Um, you know, she's missing out on the Pierce, but she has a she has a lot more movement, and she like she's doing the same like go in there and deal a bunch of damage roll, but um. You know, just a little faster. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I have long been a classic Sabretooth defender. I think he is underrated to no end.
1: Oh, man. I've never been big on Sabretooth myself. I I tried him a few times um, in Brotherhood mostly. I could never get him to work right for me.
0: So... The big things I will always say about Sabretooth, I think he is the best cube carrier in the game. As he is the only long-moving healing factor character.
1: That is an excellent point. No, that that's
0: absolutely fair. Um, two, being size three with aggressive means he stays on points way more than you expect him to. Mm-hmm. And I think the X Force, and and I think without the X Force Weevil, his attacks are eh, with the X Force Weevil. Okay, he's suddenly hitting solid. Um, and he is good at finishing a character off. He has like the execute down pat.
1: Yeah, the uh, the finisher on his Savage Predator combined with a re-roll from the leadership. I could see that, yeah.
0: Well, it's more of No Mercy, where if, like, you have a character that's, like, two or three health left that you just need to die, No Mercy does so much work in that regard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of disgusting. Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, I think he's good. I don't know if he's right for this role, but I, I have to defend my boy when I see him.
1: That's fair. And yeah, uh, you make an excellent point with him being a good cube carrier. Yeah. Uh, my brain tells me that I just want to get in there and do damage, but I actually do need to think about the scenario.
0: Yeah. I, it's. He is. I think he is so much more of a scenario piece than basically anyone else in X Force.
1: For the most part, I would agree, but I would counter with Psylocke. <sighs> Because she see- has the stealth once she gets away from you, like, you're not hitting her. She has the uh, baby web swing. She has the Crimson Dawn for all the free places once oh, yeah. she finally does flip.
0: That is fair, but, like, she also doesn't have the protective barrier of uh, exceptional healing.
1: Uh, She does on her backside, backside if you get Crimson Dawn going.
0: Yeah. Um, Um, But
1: she does have the protective barrier of stealth and martial
0: art. So it's like, I I think she is very good. Um, I also think she, her play style is more indicative of going deep than Sabretooth's. Because I think Sabertooth's thing is, he gets some secures that the opponent wants, and then he punishes them for trying to take them from him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I...
1: I think my my big complaint about that would be, um, and maybe this is just the do damage part of my brain talking, mm-hmm. is that, you know, if he's all of his attacks are range two, so if he's spending his turns like grabbing cubes and running away, like out he's we're putting four points into a long mover when that could just as easily be like a black widow or a black cat or something.
0: That is fair, but uh I, I would counter with none of those characters are also can end your opponent's activation in the middle of their activation if they choose wrong. Like That's
1: Black, a fair point. Black That's Widow, point.
0: occasionally, but it's nowhere near as consistent as a good, like, five dice whistle a re because you're always getting the X-Force re on your opponent's turn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. It's... Is there pros and cons? Yes, he's not an all pro character, but I do think he's still a good character. That- yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's kind of a toss up between those two and kind of what you wanna do. Yeah. Um I can see merits for both of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I do like Psylocke a lot for the fact that she brings uh attack diversity to the team.
1: Um, yeah, because we're kind of all physical, aren't we?
0: Uh, we have some energy because we do have cable. Yeah,
1: that's true. We we have one of the better energy attacks in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, um, I I think the fact that she has stealth, a range four attack, and she brings some much needed mystic makes me put her slightly above Sabretooth, personally.
0: Yeah. Um. I think they are different tools for different jobs, but they are both valuable tools. Um, but it's large and complicated and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Also, Colossus. We have new and upgraded Colossus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, this this is going to be so hard to fit splashes into because a lot of the X Force characters got a lot better now. Yeah.
0: Um. Do we want to just go through some splashes and then come back and see how much room we have for the however many four-pointers we want to put in from X-Force?
1: Yeah, I think we we sit on the six or seven that we've got now and we talk about a few splashes and then see how many slots we have left.
0: Yeah. So I'm just going to start with my uh, PSA to everybody playing uh, X-Force. Play Howling Commandos.
1: Yeah, the the extra movement that they give you so that you're not actually spending actions to get in.
0: And if your opponent messes up turn one, you can get Cable onto their back B turn one without having to do a single move action.
1: The question then becomes, um, because in my mind, uh, Howling Commandos fulfill a very similar role to what we're bringing Domino for, which is the auto incinerate. Mm-hmm. So at that point, do we keep
0: Domino? Let's figure that out later. Uh, Let's see (laughs) the totality of what we have and if we need the affiliated threes or not. Would be kind of my point. But like, dude, the Howling Commandos are so good. (laughs) They are. um... I think they are the most underrated character in the game currently. And I think a lot of people think they're good, and I still think people are underrating them severely.
1: I can see that argument. Um, I've I've heard a lot of talk about them, and I allegedly owned them in a box somewhere that I have yet to find. <laughs> um but I I definitely agree that they are way better than people give them credit for.
0: Yeah. Um I think more people should be splashing the Howling Commanders. I think they are just that good.
1: Yeah, especially now that Bucky got nerfed. Yeah. Um, they they give you the really good got your back um, on the backswing as well, so you're getting your leadership more often out of turn.
0: And they have a range for attack with stealth. Mm-hmm. Where did we Which hear that? Which is why I, I wanted Psylocke. Uh huh. <laughs> and you can use the X Force reroll to find that pursuit trigger more if you want it. So just lots of upsides for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely all in on this character being in the list.
0: Uh, Are there any uh, characters that jump out to you?
1: Man, I'm still just so disappointed in Bucky. Um, Because my brain immediately said Winter Soldier, because Winter Soldier is always good. But, not at the moment. So. Um... I think that we've got a lot of damage covered and we need to look at the scenario play a little more. Fair um, enough. So I'm interested in maybe some of what Black Cat's bringing, even though her steel did get changed and nerfed a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that having the long range move plus the, uh, the ability to just lift objectives off some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's kind of something we need.
0: Okay. May I make a interesting suggestion? Okay, because uh, uh, there is one extract uh, affecting character that people forget about, and I is I'm, it
1: Enchantress? No. Oh, because she can also steal extracts off of people.
0: It is one that does not take an action that people are forgetting about.
1: Ooh. Okay, tell me about him.
0: Which is the original Human Torch?
1: Oh, yeah, too hot to handle.
0: Mm-hmm. It does limit what extracts you are looking to take. Uh, so it may not yeah, be... Yeah, because
1: you b- don't want to bring civilians.
0: Yeah. But, like, people forget he exists. Uh, I. But, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, but then the question becomes, what what is he getting from, like, our leadership and our general game plan? And then I immediately answer myself with controlled burn. We're, you know, running
0: dodgeball,
1: all these incinerates. Um, He's just going to be able to walk around and generate a bunch of power for free.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know if he's 100% the right option, but he's an option everyone forgets about.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he is three threat. He does feel a lot of what we, what mm-hmm. I was wanting Black Cat for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, though, the ability to stagger some of our bigger threats, like yeah. going into a Malekith or a Hulk or something, I still kind of want the Black Cat.
0: I 100% see that. I wanted to remind people that original Human Twitch exists.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's very fair. I definitely forgot he existed
0: because uh, he is i think the only remaining character in the game that can cause you to drop an extract without an action or a team tactics card
1: yeah that sounds about right uh
0: except for i think sin leadership also does it
1: yeah but that one's really hit or miss yeah um i i have a friend who keeps trying to make sin work and i just It has not worked yet for him.
0: So you were talking about Bucky earlier. I was. How do you feel about
1: Uh, operative Bucky? Now that is a question I hadn't really considered. I think that he is, you know, since the changes, he's better than original Bucky. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that makes him worth bringing... Here specifically, I don't know.
0: So, my pitch: what he has the long range attack, cool. Mm-hmm. It's also a long range, long range attack that uh, that is uh, that uh, does power control on your opponent. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, he has concussion grenades, and I think that concussion grenade is super good.
1: Oh, right, because it applies the AoE shock. Yeah, no, that's really good.
0: And stun.
1: Yeah, yeah, the stun's really good too, but man, the the AoE shock is so good.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think that's an option. Another option I want to bring up, guy recently buffed, Mr. Ronan the Accuser. Once again, shock. He gives out judgment, which is power control on your opponent when we're being aggressive into them. Uh, he has a push. He has a throw. You there?
1: Yeah, I I could see that. Um, I'm thinking. He also hands out stun and stagger with his uh spender. Yeah. So he, he kind of does a little bit of everything that we want. I yeah. I can see the debate for him.
0: Like, I think there are so many good options right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, they kind of upended the entire game on
0: us. Mm-hmm. There, there's just too many interesting characters right now. Um. And like... I also don't think Taskmaster is a bad idea right now. Uh,
1: I don't think he is either. Um, I played around with him a little bit, and the fact that his shield toss now gains you power, uh, is kind of a game changer.
0: And his spenders do so much. Seven dice. You can't opponent can't modify a reroll, and then getting the X force reroll on it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That is. Interesting. Uh, There are just too many characters. Like, he's probably too expensive for us, but Metal Tyrant seems absolutely terrifying in X-Force.
1: Yeah, but he's five-threat. As I
0: said, too expensive for us, but utterly terrifying.
1: Yeah, I think if our leader wasn't a five-threat character, we could squeeze him in. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, he does a lot of what we want.
0: Mhm. Um we were also talking about looking at extract people or or mm-hmm. uh scenario people and yep. Kitty Pride looks really good.
1: Yeah, I forgot that she came out. See so much has changed so recently that like half of it isn't even in my brain yet.
0: It's my job to have it all in my brain.
1: <laughs>
0: um
1: Yeah, so she has the place. Um she has the ability to deny or not deny, but um kind of help offset the push or throws.
0: Yep. She also uh her attacks consistently get around crits on defense
1: This is not a crits. Segment Now, I really like that, but my question is, are we then doubling up on that effect? Because if you know, Squirrel Girl also does that with oh, yeah. the tippy toes.
0: Very fair. Uh but like if you're facing a having Kitty Pride early game transitioning into Squirrel Girl tippy toesing him. Yeah, but I I, I don't hundred percent know. Again, I am throwing things at the wall because there are so many good options.
1: And she she has the wild incinerate on her uh, on her gainer. Um, she has the free place on her builder. Uh, a lot like Squirrel Girl. Yep. Um. Yeah. No, I really like her. I just didn't question how much overlap we're getting with Squirrel Girl.
0: And that's that's 100% reasonable. Um, We're currently at nine characters, so we just have, like, one more spot to go right now.
1: This is where we jam Immortal Hulk in there, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that we can mathematically get Immortal Hulk and Squirrel Girl onto the table at the same time in X-Force.
1: Yeah, no, because we're only left with four points after we include Cable as well. Yep. Yeah. And we yeah, don't have a two-threat rogue fair.
0: agent yet. <laughs> we could do normal Hulk.
1: Yeah, but that then that just feels like jamming generic good stuff. I don't think he interacts with what we're trying to do really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... If we're looking at an expensive piece that jives with what we're trying to do, fucking King T'Challa looks like he can just knock out a motherfucker. Uh, King
1: T'Challa. Yeah, because he's the five threat. He has his... uh, He has the same thing as Psylocke, where he has the place two and then get extra dice. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Which brings him up to an eight dice reroll two or push.
1: Uh, reroll two, um, or reroll three mm-hmm. because of our leadership.
0: Or um, if, they're, us... if they're outside of two, you get to push towards him.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah you get, we get to drag people into the blender. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I think he gives us, you know, a much-needed uh, character throw that we're kind of lacking right now, too. Yeah. So I'm I'm on board for King T'Challa.
0: And he has Defender of Wakanda, which whenever he has the Ghost Rider power-up ability, which is so powerful, especially in attrition teams.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. it's That's insane when you consider how many rerolls we're going to be getting and things like that. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like... Eight yeah. dice we roll three energy attack. Uh that's scary.
1: Yeah, especially at range three. Uh-huh. Like, God, that's gross.
0: Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, that's I,
1: I think I think I want him. Um, cool. I think he is our other he is our out of affiliation 5 threat, I think.
0: So that is ten characters. Now it's on to talking about scenarios. What scenarios does X Force want to play right now?
1: Well, I think the obvious one is Scoundrels.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, we we want that sweet sweet cover that we get to ignore. ignore. Yep. And choose uh, when and we then... want to
0: ignore it too. Yep.
1: And I think since we're, you know, we're looking at King T'Challa and we're looking at, um, you know, trying to essentially, um, why can't I think of the word? Attrition. That's yeah. the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we're trying to attrition out, um, do we want maybe Riots or Infinity Formula?
0: I definitely think Infinity Formula is a great pick for us. Um... And then I have a weird final suggestion. Cause okay. I don't know because of the point value. Uh, but I do think we like Sword Base as a mission.
1: Yeah. So, a thing that I always ask myself whenever I'm looking at a 15-point crisis is, what is our Malekith plan? Mm-hmm. And... At fifteen points, I don't think we have a great Malakith plan, so I'm hesitant to put a fifteen point uh, secure in here. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we do always have Squogul as a late game Malakith plan, but that may not be good enough right now.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of my concern. Um, mm-hmm. I know that uh, you know we have a lot of four threats, and we you know our leader being a five threat. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like intrusions.
0: Intrusions is a solid pull. And Alito has an AoE attack. So repositioning mm-hmm. him with intrusions and then popping the AoE for like seven.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. The intrusion just really plays into our desire to reposition a lot of our characters, actually. Yeah. And, you know, every once in a while, we will also get to reposition enemy characters. Yeah. So I, I really like intrusions.
0: And then, extract-wise. All
1: right. Since we have Sabretooth, we're going to want cubes.
0: Uh, I currently don't have Sabretooth in the list. I know we were talking back and forth about him. So let's go over the characters I currently have in here.
1: Yeah. Because uh, I think we got one each mixed up.
0: Yeah. I have Squirrel, Cable, Deadpool, Honey Badger, Domino, X23, Howling Commandos, Black Cat, Psylocke, King Shishala.
1: Ah, uh, Psylocke is the one that I, I was putting Sabretooth in for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. You uh, you were much more pro Psylocke, so I wanted, and you are the guest, so I, I lean towards what you were saying.
1: Yeah, but I think you kind of convinced me on Sabertooth. Okay! Yeah, let, let's let's make the Sabertooth swap out for Sila.
0: Okay! And then, 100%, if we have Sabertooth, we are taking cubes. Because <laughs> he is just yeah, so absolutely. goddamn good on that scenario.
1: Mm, um... Let's see. I think Hammers is always a good option. Yeah! Um... I, I am attempting not to default to my uh, my default safe uh, scenarios, mm-hmm. um, so I am staying away from scrolls this time.
0: I want to suggest a weird one. As as Is I am researcher? one to two, uh, I'm suggesting alien ship.
1: Ooh, alien ship! We
0: have a fair amount of healing factor on this squad. Mm-hmm. And so we can have characters that don't mind detonating to do AoE damage, and then healing back with Healing Factor later.
1: See, and I was thinking about Paranoia for a very similar reason. We don't mind taking the extra damage to pick them up.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I Uh, think both are reasonable shouts.
1: Although... I think the, the deciding factor is are we looking to make the game last longer or are we trying to score as quickly as possible? Yes. Uh, and I think as an attrition based team, you know, we're wanting the game to go a little longer so that our rerolls and things have a chance to overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case I would lean alienship over paranoia.
0: Cool. Now, tactic cards. We're going to start with the school goal once, because she does have two. Yep, and uh,
1: I think both of those go in.
0: Yeah, both of them I think are very solid. Especially they—they uh, they say keep your enemies close. Super underrated card.
1: Oh, I use that thing with uh, Gwynpool all the time. Yeah, um, I don't even ever really use the execute half of it. It is more so just forcing the enemy to reposition.
0: Mm-hmm. But very occasionally you can execute someone.
1: Yeah. Every once in a while, you get to just uh, delete someone off the board. Uh-huh. And it's very fun and
0: satisfying. They get the downside of Doom Prophecy without the upside of Doom Prophecy.
1: Exactly.
0: Then X-Force cards. There are only three. Um,
1: um I definitely think... Pretty sneaky and cat and mouse make it. Yeah, uh, dirty work is more questionable.
0: I do not think we have dirty. We are dirty work. It is strictly worse uh, uh, youth up.
1: Yeah, no, I I put dirty work in a list one time and then never again. It is yeah. rarely ever worth the three power you're spending to play it.
0: Yeah, and we have a lot of. It's like if you're playing mono X fourth, maybe. But we're not.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't even benefit your our splashes at all. Nope. I would forgotten about that part, so that's even you know, that's an even harder sell in the no direction.
0: hmm Then character specific cards, uh going down the list. Uh Deadpool has one. How do we feel with new Deadpool and chimichangas?
1: <laughs> I I love chimichangas. Um I don't necessarily think it's a good card, but I love it, um, so I'm inclined to include it.
0: Mm-hmm. The one time I have, I have, I think I have seen Chimichangas do real, real work was Criminal Syndicate. Uh, play Chimichangas use the Criminal Syndicate leadership to give uh, Kingpin the Chimichangas.
1: Yeah, and I mean. You know, in case chimichangas do get dropped and we have to take them back, we do have the black cat to go steal it back.
0: <laughs> Blast cat spending an action to steal a chimichanga.
1: I love it.
0: Um, I think we are 100% doing exceptional healing.
1: Yeah, yeah. we. It's kind of, unfortunately, a prerequisite.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, let me remember if any of these other characters have character-specific cards. Do we want Jonathan? I'm inclined to say no.
1: No. Normally, we would want Jonathan if we did not have someone, say, sitting on our home point doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the significant amount of range that we have means that we will always have someone reliably sitting back there.
0: Cable doesn't have any character-specific. Domino doesn't have any character-specific. X-23 uh, has the Wolverines, but we don't have the rest of that. Howling Commandos, I don't think we're doing because the only one is deployment, uh, is is the uh, drop-in, which I don't think we need. Uh, Black Cat has Cat and the Spider, which we don't have the other half for. Ah, Sabretooth. And this is the other reason I've really gotten on him uh, recently. Weapon X program? No.
1: No? Okay.
0: He can play Happy Birthday Runt. Right?
1: Oh, right, because it cares about his real name and not his, uh, yeah.
0: And that's a free third attack in an activation.
1: Yep, it's a free third attack. It rips cover off of them, which we're already trying to do. Um, And it has the benefit of targeting a character that is going to be seeing a lot more play in Wolverine.
0: Yeah, in either version of Wolverine, make them drop all objective tokens and it gives the uh shapeshifter ability where they can't use reactive superpowers or reactive team tactics cards, so they can't sacrifice this.
1: Yep, there's no sacrifice, there's no um Recalibration fallback, Matrix. No nothing.
0: Yeah. No bodyguard, <laughs> no raising shield.
1: So, uh, that makes me wonder, mm-hmm. um, why can I not think of the other cards? Saber, doesn't Apex Predator, he came with two cards, right?
0: Uh, no, cause he got a card and, uh, um, Logan got a card and then there were the X-Force cards. Uh, not the X-Force, the, uh, Weapon X cards.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm thinking of the actual uh, Weapon X card that lets Sabertooth throw himself.
0: Yeah, that's which I think is medium.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just really like Apex's throw. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we can't really run Apex uh, hurts just a little bit, but uh, okay. Uh, I think our big question is, what are our two restricted slots?
0: I think we have the obvious same answer as everybody uh, of uh, Brace.
1: Yeah, yeah. Brace is kind of necessary right now. Mm-hmm. Um, While we don't have a good turn one play for it, I think with a little bit of extra power, everyone's always going to be gaining here and there. Advance isn't a terrible call.
0: Advance is interesting. Um, I can definitely see the argument for it um especially but we being like a mid-game advance um so yeah yeah like i said it's definitely
1: not something we'd be doing on turn one yeah um you know it'd be a late game okay this character needs one extra power and this character needs one extra and we have advance
0: i can see that i'm definitely willing to test Um, it but i'm not 100 percent convinced by it if that makes sense
1: it does. Um, I think the other one that springs to my mind is Indomitable.
0: Yeah, Indomitable is also just very good.
1: Yeah, unfortunately we can't run the Wolverine's card because we're not playing Wolverine, but uh-huh. Indomitable gives us kind of the same effect for a little while. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think I know our last unrestricted one that jumps out to me. What's that? No matter the cost.
1: Yeah... Yeah, no matter the cost it is such a good card right now.
0: And I think Squiggle also uses it pretty solidly.
1: Yeah, and you know, Cables no uh laughing matter with it either. Um cuz you know, we can drop his cost down to 2 and then he just heals the damage right back up.
0: And we also like if you get into the position where you need to uh you can do it on Deadpool.
1: Yeah, um, Dance Party. One of my favorite abilities in the game. Mm
0: -hmm. Or do a death and poke. Because he has a different spender on his front and his back.
1: Oh, yeah, he has the didinium poke.
0: Yep, which bleeds and slows someone, which is such an evil combination.
1: Um, I I very recently learned what that word meant. Yeah. Um, it is apparently the uh, the part that connects your small intestine to your stomach. Mhm.
0: I can see why you're slow and bleeding after you get poked there.
1: Yeah, especially if you the thing you're getting poked by is a giant sword.
0: Mhm. Or the health bar. That that was his That's true. That was his uh spender in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was hitting you with the health bar.
1: Yep, um, I've lost more than a few games trying to get that to work because it's a taunt and they have to hit you to trigger it.
0: Yep, it's a counter-state. Yep. God, we are so close to having that game in this game.
1: <laughs> they just uh, need to partner up with Capcom.
0: Well, no, we're four characters short of the bad guy side. Uh, of the Marvel side, mm-hmm. I mean. Because we need... Just
1: give it- Give us Shumagorath any day now.
0: Shumagorath, Nova, Doctor Doom, and Super School.
1: I am convinced that we are never getting Doctor Doom.
0: <laughs>
1: like, I'm convinced that they're doing it on purpose just because of how bad everyone wants Doctor Doom. Uh,
0: I am convinced that whatever is whatever's going on with Doctor Doom is not AMG's fault.
1: That's fair. Realistically, it's probably a licensing issue with the Fantastic Four as a whole.
0: Yeah. I I think Disney are so much more gun-shy about the Fantastic Four than anything else right now. hmm Because I I think the Dis- to Disney, the Fantastic Four is just a consummate failure.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it definitely did not do... Uh, our boy Captain America any favors in his acting career.
0: Yes. Uh, that was like film... That was an uh, one of the many early pre-Captain America superhero films that Chris Evans was in. Because yep. he was also in a favorite film of mine, Push.
1: I don't think I've ever heard of Bush.
0: Push. Push. Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning from 2009 where uh Chris Evans is telekinetic and Dakota Fanning can see the future and they're in Hong Kong and bad things are happening. Sounds
1: like a great movie.
0: It's a lot of fun. It ends on a cliffhanger that never got resolved.
1: Uh and then of course Chris Evans played my favorite superhero. A generic skateboarder action movie guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, he did. He did the thingy on the thingy, so you know mm-hmm. he won. Uh, there
0: are there are so many interesting films coming out right now, and none of them are Marvel movies.
1: Yeah, I I'm kind of burnt out on Marvel movies. If I'm being entirely honest, like I still watch them because I want to keep up with the story, but they all seem kind of soulless lately.
0: Yeah, the. I have controversial opinions about Marvel movies. (laughs) Considering uh, two of my top five Marvel-slash-Marvel-adjacent movies are are, uh, The Eternals and Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage.
1: I really enjoyed Venom 2. I'm just a... A big fan of um why can't I why is my brain not working today? The guy who plays Eddie.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yes, him. 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 Uh yes. No, uh the f- uh, Venom Two, the film where two polycules, one healthy and one unhealthy, have an argument.
1: <laughs> Tom Hardy, that's his name. I don't know why I couldn't think of that.
0: Mm-hmm. I knew it was Tom something. I couldn't remember the last name. But, like, that film is just two polycules having a fight.
1: It is. It, it always is. And, man, I just, I really love the interactions between Carnage and his host in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's just such a fun
0: time. And then, I am, I know I am, like, I know I am the one person that adores the Eternals.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I can side with you on this one. Uh, I, I was I was pretty disappointed in the Eternals, um, especially the fact that no one ever really addressed anything in Eternals ever again.
0: Mm-hmm. Like that is not Eternals fault to me. Like them not picking up the ball that Eternal sets down is not their fault. But like. That film is also laser targeted at my interests.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: And has Modern Sook, one of my favorite actors right now. So like Yeah, yeah. Eternals is like, here, we are going to strategically make the perfect Marvel movie for Alexa. <laughs> um that being said, I still think every MCU film is worse than both "Uh Into the Spider Verse" and the original Blade.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, the original Blade ser- uh, Trinity trilogy was very good
0: and so nineties.
1: Um, yeah, no. Um, some of the CGI in it really does not hold up well, but the movies are still spectacular.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's... uh, And then, like, all the new Marvel TV shows pale in comparison to their first two real attempts.
1: What are we calling their first two real attempts?
0: Uh, The first two attempts made by a Disney production studio were Runaways and Cloak & Dagger. Hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess if we're we're saying the ones made by Disney productions, that's fair.
0: Yeah, made by the Marvel people. Um, technically, they weren't made by the Marvel people. They were made by Disney's uh, teen audience branch. Um, so slightly different people, but still within the Disney system. Yeah, because
1: my brain immediately went to, like, jessica jones and yep. daredevil mm-hmm. but uh yeah if we're if we're specifically talking about the disney stuff yeah the runaways was really good i enjoyed it a lot
0: and i am known uh cloak and dagger and that film that tv show fucking slaps
1: i think you and i talked about cloak and dagger the last time i was on here and i still have not had the chance to sit down and watch it mm-hmm. unfortunately
0: And if you want to go weird, you can see the Fox post-apocalyptic X-Men TV show, The Gifted.
1: Oh no, if we're going to go weird, we're going to talk about Legion.
0: Yeah, well, Legion is by FX. (laughs) They have a lot more room to breathe.
1: Uh, Speaking of Legion, we're getting Shadow King. And I am so, so thrilled. Um... I, I was a big fan of that character, um, and I've been hyped ever since they announced him.
0: Mm-hmm. I am ready to do an episode on that character in about five months. <laughs> uh, but no, there is... Just... I love The Gifted because we actually got a in uh, live-action interpretation of the Stafford Cuckoos, which they are my number one character I want to see in this game.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think we... we um... My brain stopped working. Oh, well, if it was important, it'll come back.
0: Yes. Anyway, uh, Indomitable or Advanced R&D? What's our final pick? Uh,
1: I think, unfortunately, for metagame reasons, the answer is Indomitable. Yeah. Um, I really want it to be Advanced R&D, but I don't think we can justify it without a solid turn one play
0: with it. Uh-huh. So, that leaves us with a full roster. For everyone at home, the full roster is Squirrel Girl, Cable, Deadpool, Honey Badger, uh, Domino, X-23, Howling Commandos, Black Cat, King T'Challa, Sabretooth. And then for uh, Tactics, we have Inexplicable Demise. They say keep your enemies close. Cat and Mouse, pretty sneaky, sis. Chimichangas, Exceptional Healing, Happy Birthday Runt, Brace for Impact, No Matter the Cost, and Indomitable. For crises, we have Superpowered Scoundrels Form Sinister Syndicate, Infinity Formula Goes Missing, Intrusions Open Across City as Seals Collapse, Struggle for the Cube Continues, Fear Grip's World has Wozzy Terrorized Cities, and Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown. So yeah, that is a cool-looking roster.
1: Yeah, uh, I think this is what I will be playing tomorrow night.
0: You'll have to proxy some ch- characters.
1: Uh, you know, King T'Challa, maybe uh, the Howling Commandos, depending on whether I can find my box or not.
0: <laughs> well, please report back and say say how how it went because I am super interested oh, absolutely.
1: to hear. Um, speaking of how it went, um, the last time I was on here, we were talking about Crystal in Iron Man's uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And that was not the most successful of experiments, but it did solidify a really good uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. list in my mind.
0: Very fair. Uh, it's
1: essentially the same list, just without Crystal.
0: <laughs> I, I um, still think yeah, she no, has um, some play, uh, but like she can be a hit or miss character, for sure
1: yeah yeah no i i definitely agree that um you know she is going to be somewhere mm-hmm. um i really want midnight suns or uh agent venom to see a lot of meta play because she can turn off their shake abilities
0: uh no she can uh <sighs> yes and no um, right, no,
1: one of them is specifically... Right, she cannot turn off Venom. She turns off Blades.
0: I think it's the other way around. Uh,
1: Let's see. Blade. No, Blade says this character immediately performs
0: oh, the shake, shake action. action. Yes. So, she can shut off that, right. but she can't shut off Agent she... Venom, I don't think. I know there was one right, character because... that gets rid of conditions. Yeah, Agent Venom just removes special conditions.
1: Yeah, so she turns off blade. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope midnight suns get big so we can run that pocket crystal pick.
0: Yeah, and for a similar reason, pocket scarlet witch pick.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm still of the opinion the scarlet witch is drastically playable. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think she sees nearly the play that she should.
0: Yeah. Well, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you?
1: Uh, You can find me both online. um, I don't know why I said both. You can find me online at BA underscore Tetsuo. That's my handle on pretty much everything. Discord, Twitter, Mm -hmm. um, probably Facebook if you really wanted to try to find me there. Uh, Yeah, just BA underscore Tetsuo. That'll get you to me.
0: And if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Alexa White, where you get access to the uh, Discord server, my monthly catch-ups, the Darkhold, and many other fun stuff. Uh, And so, if you want to, please go support the show there. Also, uh, just because I recently got one, if you want to find me on Blue Sky, I got one of those, so uh, I may say some stuff there that's insightful. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um... And just and go to LBO. I'll probably be there. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks
1: for having me. This is always a ton of fun.
0: And keep experimenting, people.